When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. After an amazing month celebrating Kissmas in July, this is the Decibel Geek Podcast, and we're back. But Kissmas in July is over. It's over. It'll be okay. I don't want it to be over, we're, man. We're going to do Kiss stuff probably numerous times for the rest of the year. Yeah, I know you're right. I know you're right about that. But hey, we do have reason to celebrate today because whether you've been paying attention or not, it's actually episode 200 of the Decibel Geek Podcast. Welcome to the party. Hey, congrats, man. That's awesome. Congratulations to you, too. I, I didn't even know. <laughs> you have over 200 hours of mindless rambling to listen to. Hope you enjoy. Congratulations to you all. By the way, that's Aaron Camaro. And that's Chris Sinzak. And this is the Decibel Geek Podcast. And we've been having fun. We've been doing Kissmas in July. That's our tradition. That's the thing we do every single year. And I like to think we do it pretty damn well. We got the guests that nobody else was getting to tell the stories that nobody else has ever heard. And we had a little fun ourselves making a little speculation with Kiss. You know, yeah. it, it was a good Kissmas in July. Yeah, I was I was happy with how it turned out. I think it was a great, great month. I do want to mention that awesome music you heard at the intro. That is a band called Lady Beast. I like that. They're a new wave of traditional heavy metal band from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They were suggested by Rich Meister Dillon, our very own. I trust that guy. Yeah. And, totally uh, trust him, and it pays off every time. You'll hear more of them in, throughout the episode, and uh, the link to their Bandcamp page where you can find out more and uh, how to purchase music is in today's show notes at decibelgeek.com. That's awesome. I like that a lot. That's a good intro to the show. Yeah. If it can't be Kiss, it might as well be Lady Beast. Lady Beast. I like that. Very good stuff. So we had a lot of people that, you know, probably just came on board with us for Christmas in July. But, you know, we're glad you're sticking around because we're going to do all kinds of cool stuff for the rest of the year. We've got some amazing things lined up. We got a huge announcement for you today, but it's such a big deal. We're actually going to wait until the end of this week's episode to let you know what that's all about. But this is for the hardcore Decibel Geek fans. Yeah, it's something we think you're really going to like. A lot. So, speaking of people that like us, I guess we ought to do do the uh, Geeks of the Week. Okay, so Geeks of the Week, these are the people that shared on Facebook or retweeted on Twitter last week's What If episode. A lot of fun doing that one. People seem to really enjoy it. Yeah, that's what we as KISS fans love to do. It was a lot of fun for us. And uh, Geeks of the Week this week are uh, Craig Broderick, Miguel Nunez, 80s Pictures House, 
80s Picture House, Steve True, Mike Stewart, Baco, Rob Webb, David Alpazar, Scott Lull, Joe Lescon, PJ Brown, Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Trevor McDougal, Wayne Cross, Brant Cattell, Mark Alden Taylor, Robin Bennett, Chad Pollock, Brad Kalmanson, Brent Walter, Paul Stom, Cobras and Fire Podcast, Michael Bartley, Joe Hebensberger, Mick Peck, Ian Wadley of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Good interview with Robert Fleischman they just put out. Cool. Dan Chaput, Andrew Jacobs, Spicoli, James Brendan Dunn, Joseph C.M. Belly, Billy Hardaway, Wes James, Matt Bradshaw, Adam Cox, Mikhail Burrell, Hoops, Colin Francis, The Rock and Donkey. Hey, All over the podcast, J Motown Drummer, Podcast of the Best, Nick Rose, Collins, Focus on Metal Podcast. Jason Wood, Music Mags and Wax, TJ Cullen, Derek Novak, Kevin E. Williams, Sean Sneed, Nonsensicast Radio, James McElhenney, and Viper. And those are the people that we love. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for doing that. We really appreciate the support. So this is a this is a cool idea for a show, and um, we all this this could be something we go back to. It doesn't have to be singers either, right? That's what I'm saying. It could we could be who's that guitar player? Who's that bass player? Who's that triangle player? <laughs> Who knows? Who the hell's got that saxophone over there? Yeah. Oh no, we're not doing that. <laughs> not doing next uh, week. Sax and violence. Here's careless whisper by Wham. <laughs> oh no, 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 <laughs> not us. But when you brought this up, um, the first person that came to my mind is kind of a guy who's known for doing this type of thing and that's paul shortino right yeah for sure and initially my thought was i'll play something from the quiet riot album that paul shortino appeared on which, which is pretty good it is it's a, it's a self-titled album although i kind of it's weird it's different it, uh, they sound more like white snake than they do quiet riot because he's paul shortino has a real bluesy voice we're gonna find a lot of that today yeah it, 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 it he did completely change the sound of the band yeah not that i don't like the album but at the same time, he also now is in that same position, and he fronts King Cobra. Oh, but he does so freaking awesome. It, that's true, and uh, he's done two albums with them. I want to play something off the uh, self-titled one that came out May 4th, 2011. Oh, that's such a great album. This was this his first one since replacing Mark, now Marcy Free. Marcy Free, that's See, right. Bruce Jenner, you She's ain't an, original. That's right. <laughs> Marcy Free is a hero, that's not right. not you. Yeah, where's his ESP? That's right. What the hell? <laughs> The uh, this was the first album since '86 to feature Johnny Rod, Mick Sweeta, and David Henserling, formerly David Michael Phillips. Freaking awesome! Yeah, the dude from Benny Fox. That's right. And uh, the follow-up, King Cobra Two, came out in 2013. It was one of my favorite albums of the oh, year. Oh man, that's so good too. These guys, since they've re resurged, they're great. Have been awesome. I yeah. love the new King Cobra. So love this it. is the revamped King Cobra from 2011 with Tear Down the Walls.
I love it. Yeah, and if you want to catch up with Paul Shortino, he also is a member of Raiding the Rock Vault, which is a cool show out in Las Vegas. Oh, nice. I've heard of that. Yeah. Okay, so what's your first one? All right. Well, I'm pretty sure that most fans consider Bruce Dickinson the singer of Iron Maiden. I mean, he's been with them since 81, except for a couple of years there in the late 90s. I love Blaze Bailey. (laughs) And he's sung on 11 studio albums, including the forthcoming Book of Souls. I can't wait for that. So who's that singer? It's Paul Diano, lead vocalist on Iron Maiden's 1980 debut album and the 1981 follow-up Killers. Now, there's actually a handful of singers before Bruce, but Paul was the guy that actually recorded with the band. You know, back in the day, I never really gave these albums much of a chance, really. I didn't give them their due. But it's probably because it's so much different than Iron Maiden. You know, the Maiden that we've come to know and love with Bruce Dickinson. It's mm-hmm. almost like, like you said, with, with King Cobra, almost like an entirely different band, but very cool in its own right. So I want to play a little something from them early Iron Maiden days. In the tradition of Black Sabbath, you're going to like this. It's the band Iron Maiden from the album Iron Maiden and the song It's Iron Maiden.
80s Iron Maiden Paul Diano era. That's good stuff. It is good. You know, it's a shame that some people overlook that. I was wrong. Oh, I love the stuff they did with him. I thought it had kind of a punk edge to it. Totally. Even though Steve Harris doesn't want to hear anything about punk music and Iron Maiden. Right. It's, it's totally a different band if you really compare them. Of course, Paul Diano, he just wasn't built to last with Iron Maiden due to his steady diet of cocaine and violence. Yeah. In that order. It. He's been in about 50 different bands since Iron Maiden and has written an autobiography entitled The Beast, Singing with Iron Maiden, The Drugs, The Groupies, The Whole Story. Yeah. <laughs> That's available at Amazon. You can hit that through the Decibel Geek link, of course. He's still out there playing, mostly in Europe. You know, Iron Maiden, Book Souls, Can't Freaking Wait. That's coming out September 4th. Yeah, I think samples just came out this week. So yeah, pre-order that bad boy on iTunes and Amazon. If you're at iTunes, leave us a review. Cool. So uh, for my next pick, I want to go with another classic metal band. A band that uh, is mostly known for the singer being Udo Dirkschneider. I'm talking about Accept. Yeah, balls to the wall. You know, we're with they were with Udo for decades. Right. And, um, you know, he was the sound of that band. So of all of any of a lot of metal bands, this is one band you would think, well, you can't really replace that singer. But the guy they got in the band now, this guy mm. named Mark Tornillo, and he is fucking great, man. What was the band he was in before? Was uh, it KK TT Quick? TT Quick, the that's New the Jersey one. Band. Oh yeah, they're awesome. And they've been around since '79. And they yeah. never really made it big. No, but they were good enough. They should have. They really should have. They definitely were were a good group. And um, but yeah, they. Uh, I'm gonna play something off the, their newest album, which was Blind Rage, that came out last year, and uh, is their 14th studio album, released August 15th on Nuclear Blast. It debuted number one on the German albums chart. This is the second album featuring Mark Tornillo. Um, it's the last album with guitarist Herman Frank and drummer Stefan Schwartzman, who both left the band in December of 2014, replaced by guitarist Yui Lewis and drummer, friend of ours, Christopher Williams from here in Nashville. Nice. And have been uh, having, and he, and having fun living vicariously through his post uh, showing the happenings on tour. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like he messaged me a couple of months back and he's like this is crazy like hanging out with members of judas priest and kiss before the show and just talking in the trailer he's just a normal dude like i know us. how he's, cool is that he, and i told him I was, when he, he's off touring with him again right now overseas and i saw him at chad lee's studio opening and right on and he's like when i get back i'm like i want to have you on the show and he's like yeah we'll talk except and he's like, we have to talk kiss of course because he's yeah. a massive kiss fan he bought peter chris's drum set for christ's sake that's right but, that's um, right but yeah, so this is Accept off their latest album, Blind Rage. This is Final Journey.
for you yeah it's freaking awesome i like that i, I like t- it a lot i want to see those guys do a nashville date soon heck yeah you know now that they got the connection here yeah definitely so uh what do you got next so what i got next is uh you know by uh 2010 great white had been around for over 30 years and released 11 studio albums they had literally seen the highest of the heights and the lowest of the lows between having, you know, the number one, a damn near number one hit song, you know, mm-hmm. Once Bitten, Twice Shy, that album was huge, you know, both of them albums. And, of course, you know, the the tragedies they went through later on in their careers. Yeah. You know, and then by 2010, after getting sick, Jack Russell was replaced by Janie Lane for a little bit, and then later permanently replaced by former XYZ lead singer Terry Elouse. Yeah. And and what a strange journey it's been for Grey White, you know, with the split. Mm-hmm. And now there's two different Grey Whites great out whites. there. And the thing is, in 2012, Great White came out with Elation with Terry on lead vocals. Right. You know, I'm of the Jack Russell camp. You know, he came on the show back in the day, back when we needed guests. You know, remember that back when we just first started up and Jack Russell was cool enough to come on the show with us? Yeah, because we were not really, we were kind of nobodies. Totally. We're just a little bit more popular nobodies but yeah right yeah. you know i get that but yeah he but took a chance going on the he show he totally did and he was so cool with us cool. and you know and the fact that i was a fan of great white since the early days since i can remember the first time i ever heard great oh, white me too. the first real concert i ever seen great white was there yeah you know and jack russell has always been the voice of that band so it was kind of tricky for me when they carried on without him and so it took me a little while honestly when it came out in 2012 i really wasn't interested in hearing it Mm -hmm. but over time it was like you know what it's great white i should at least listen to it right and i did and i freaking love it it's a great album this will be new for me because i haven't heard it oh it's it's really good it's really really good is it great white I mean, yeah, it is, because so many of the guys that were Jack Russell's back in band and Great White are still there, and so the vibe and the attitude and the energy is definitely still there, but the singer is not Jack Russell. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, like we were saying earlier, it's tough when these bands change singers because the singers are such an identifiable part of the band, Right, and that definitely qualifies here. However... Just like we always talked about Motley Crue 94. If you can picture that as a different band that isn't Motley Crue, same thing with this one. You know, yes, it's great white. Yes, it's awesome. Does it have Jack Russell? No, it doesn't. But it's still pretty damn good. Don't have to take my word for it. I'm going to give you a chance to check it out right now. So from 2012's Elation, this is great white with Terry Aloose on lead vocals and a tune called Low Down. Oh, 
can't deny that that's not a great song. It's better than I expected it to be. I, I was, it's just hard to hear them without Jack, but uh, a good good tune nonetheless. Right, and you can still check out Jack Russell. He's out there. Jack Russell's Great White making their tour around. Great White, whichever one you want to go see, I think you're either way you're guaranteed to have a damn good time. And here's some damn good music. No doubt about it. And as a matter of fact, coming up on October 16th, if you guys want to come hang out with us, this is the night to do it. October 16th at the Marathon Music Works right here in Nashville, Tennessee, is Ride for Dime 2016, put together by our great friend Chad Lee. Mm -hmm. And we are most definitely going to be there. And you know who else is going to be there? Great White and slaughter yeah i'm excited for that yeah real excited that's gonna be awesome and uh so if you guys are thinking about making a little vacation run to nashville if you've got some some paid time off built up in october that'd be the time to use it come hang out hang out with us let's make it a decibel geek party here in nashville tennessee in october for ride for dime with chad lee how cool would that be yeah. slaughter and great white yeah and no, we'll continue to promote this because we want to help chad fill that place yeah up. because we're going to be there whether you're there or not but yeah. we hope you're going to be there too i know there's a lot of you local here local nashville geeks that listen so uh let's and, make sure we make arrangements yeah and people that ain't that far away chris has got a new big house you can all crash with him <laughs> oh thanks for volunteering my couch for that jesus <laughs> or you can sleep in that'll be a five hundred dollar donation to the show <laughs> you can sleep on the couch v of the host of Decibel vip Geek. yeah vip five hundred dollars yeah sleep, sleep on chris's couch <laughs> i may even give you a beer while you're there Oh. BYOB. <laughs> I'm not letting you speak for me anymore. <laughs> All right, so it's my turn, right? Yes. Okay. Um, this is another one that instantly came to mind when you brought up this subject. That my first, the first two that came into my mind was Paul Shortino and Black Sabbath, because well, Black Sabbath has a couple of of, lead, of has a few lead singer changes. Yes. And uh, so you can take take your pick. Dio would have been a very easy choice. You know, it's it's Dio. But I didn't go with Ronnie James Dio. I went with the guy who replaced him, and I'm talking about Tony Martin. Oh, yeah, the other side of Sabbath. And I love this era of Black Sabbath. There was a lot of good music released during yes, this time. Yes, for sure. Well, he actually, and he didn't replace Dio. He replaced Ian Gillen. Who, Technically, yeah, yes. Yeah, who did the Born Again album. That's right. Oh, yeah. like come on. You, I don't understand people that like that record. All right. But um, anyway. Digital bitch. I mean, come on. That's Terrible. awesome. Terrible. All right, so Black Sabbath in 1989 was definitely not chart, a chart-topping band. They had been, just been dropped by Warner Brothers, and um, they signed with IRS Records. Uh, Miles Copeland signed them. And Miles Copeland is an entertainment executive, also the drummer, the brother of drummer Stuart Copeland from The Police. Okay. It's kind of a weird music industry family. So there's your tie between Black Sabbath and The Police. There's your police reference right. for the week. <laughs> yeah. So, but Black Sabbath went through a lot of changes back in those, those days. And, um, but I'm going to play something off Headless Cross in 1989. This is the second album to feature Tony Martin. The first to feature drummer P Cozy Powell. Yeah. And uh, Tony Martin would go on to work on six Sabbath albums in total, ending with 1995's Forbidden. But Headless Cross is a real gem in the catalog of Black Sabbath and a very underrated album. Yeah. This is one of my favorite songs on this album. It was an easy choice. This is Nightmare. i 
Translating Jonathan Davis. Means you're listening to the Decibel Geek Podcast. Want to feed your eyes as well as your ears? Check out Decibel Geek on Instagram. Go to Instagram.com slash Geek and see for yourself. You're listening to the Decibel Geek Podcast. Today, we're letting you know who that singer is with episode number 200. Man, I know a lot of you guys right now are listening to us because you're hearing us on iTunes. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, you're already a part of that. So here's a good way for you to help us out, and that's to leave us an iTunes review. It helps us a lot. It gives us gives us inspiration it gives us the power to carry on you know we gotta that that flag we're waving is heavy man it's heavy metal it helps us live to win totally live to win we need it we love it so let me tell you a couple of itunes reviews we recently got this will give you a good idea of what we're looking for and what we really like and by the way both of these reviews five stars oh yeah you can't get no better than five stars man there is no sixth star Everybody knows that. So this one comes from Kevin B, and he says, Well done interviews and lots of great facts with many awesome guests. Two big thumbs up to the geeks. Simple, to the point. Thank you. I like it. Five stars. Here's another one for for you. This is a pretty awesome one, too. It's uh, called Great Fan Driven Rock Show. That's us. We're fans just like you. That's why we all love this so much. And he loves it, too. He says, I love the Decibel Geek podcast. These guys are huge music fans that get great guests that add cool insights to some of the best bands in the hard rock genre. I've been listening to them for some time now, and they have really gotten good at what they do without being arrogant or talking over their guests. Don't do that. Chris and Aaron's chemistry and rapport always make for an entertaining listen while providing more backstory to your favorite band than you ever thought possible. My favorites are the Kissmas in July series. Highly recommended. And that comes from Nate Doggins. Nate Doggins. Nate Doggins. That's awesome. Nate Doggins loves us. Thanks so much, man. That's a fantastic way to do it. If you want to help us out, you want to leave an iTunes review, you go right ahead and do it. You know how it works. You're already on iTunes. And we're going to go ahead and read those on the air if they're awesome like these ones were. And yours can be just as awesome, maybe even better. Yeah. You you can only try. Another cool thing we do is we have our Amazon affiliate, and uh, if you want a good way to help support the show, all you got to do is go to decibelgeek.com, click on that Amazon banner, and do your shopping like normal. Uh, You're not going to get charged anything extra, and uh, we get a little kickback from that. Here's a cool thing. I don't know if we've ever mentioned this before, but there's a friend of ours out there that works at a at a company, we'll say, and he actually went ahead on his work computer and swapped out the Amazon link for the Decibel Geek Amazon link. And now these people, they're at their jobs. They're ordering all kinds of product, we'll say, because we don't want to give it away. We don't want to get nobody in trouble. They're ordering all kinds of product. They don't realize they're helping out the Decibel Geek podcast, but the beautiful thing about it is they're not getting charged a penny more for doing it. Mm -mm. Absolutely not. So everything that they're buying, they're paying the same price for whether they're helping us out or not. 
the beautiful thing about it is they don't realize they're helping us, but they're helping us out quite a bit. This explains some of these purchases. Right, totally. Yeah, some of the stuff is really off the wall. But we've got some Amazon purchases, and we always like to, you know, take a look at them and see what's being bought. We can't see who's buying it. No, it doesn't tell us who's buying <laughs> as much as I wish it would. Sometimes I wish it did. But, you know, here's what we got this week. In the uh, book department, we got The Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. You ever read that one? No, I can't say I have. Sounds interesting. In houseware, we've got Westland Giftware, Sharon Nahas, Ceramic, Spotted Dot, Rooster, Figurine, 10 inches. So it's a 10-inch cock. It's totally a 10-inch cock. You can get all that and a whole lot more through our Amazon link. Also, Black & Decker ST7700, 13-inch, 4.4-amp, automatic feed string trimmer and edger. Sounds dangerous. It was dangerous just to read all that in one breath. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing I always like to see the most is what people are buying music-wise on Amazon through our link. Because nine times out of ten, the stuff that people are buying is stuff that I want to hear. And a good example of that is, wait a minute, is that Toby Keith? 35, what? Okay, a good example of that is the Bullet Boys, Tencent Billionaire, Rocked and Ripped, and Elefante, the brand new one, all bought on Amazon through our link. See? There you go, Baco. You're selling music on Amazon. You're doing a great job. Uh, Other music purchased on Amazon. Wow, look at this list. A lot of people buying stuff this week. Um, A band called Within Reason, a CD called After the Crawl. I assume CD, right? I think so. Yeah, mostly CDs. We'll just call them albums. Or digital, I'm not sure. Prince, America. They're buying Prince albums through the Decibel Geek podcast. You get a kickback. That's something. Uh, Seasons After, an album called Calamity, Scars, and Memoirs. Ghost BC. That's that's that crazy band that you love, right? Yeah. Uh, Cerise or something like that. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Adelita's Way, Deserve This EP, Hair of the Dog, the self-titled and the rise. They're getting the right Hair of the Dog albums now. That's the fantastic. Irish, the Irish band is highly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> They're not dancing. Uh, Black Sabbath, Heaven and Hell. You can't go wrong with that. Everybody deserves a copy of that one. I'm glad people are buying that through our link. Makes me feel good. Uh, Low Cash, Love This Life. Asking Alexandria, I won't give in. Um, Here's one, Rainbow, Live in Colon, 1976. Awesome. Uh, Blackberry Smoke, Rock and Roll Again. That's cool. Joe Satriani, we got got a Satch fan using the link. Yeah, Yeah, me too. I like that too. What? <laughs> Darius Rucker, Southern Style. Yeah. This is one of them deals where somebody ordering that doesn't realize they're helping us out, but somebody else is like, yes. I'll take it either way. I'll take it either way myself. Uh, Tora Tora, Surprise Attack. Awesome. We just had, uh, not too long ago, our guest was right here in, in the podcast, in the uh, studio, studio with us. <laughs> Anthony. Yeah, Anthony was here, and we talked about Tora Tora, and that's cool to see that people are getting into that. Uh, a band called Pierce the Veil, The Divine Zero, Boba Flex, The Sound of Silence. That's cool. You know, we love some Boba Flex around here. Uh, a band called We Came as Romans. You know about them? No, I haven't heard of them before. Man, this is a long list. Holy schmoly. Uh, P.O.D., this goes out to you. Randy Hauser, We Went. I don't know who Randy Hauser is. Me neither. But I do know Finger Eleven, an album called Wolves and Doors. That's cool. Rush, Clockwork Oranges. Thank you. Clockwork Angels. Or what I, oh, or, <laughs> I'm totally leaving that in. This list is messing me up because it's so long. Uh, Rock Candy Funk Party. The Groove is King. It's a death metal band. <laughs> 
totally. Uh, Red Fang, self-titled, and Whales and Leeches. Red Fang's awesome band. Uh, Wilson, Rise to Rise. Right to Rise. Oh, Right to Rise. See, now I'm all screwed up. (laughs) Wilson, Right to Rise. And there's a review written recently by Baco on the uh, DecibelGeek.com website. Go check that one out. And uh, to round things off in the albums category this week, Faith No More, The Real Thing. Everybody needs to have a copy of that, and I'm glad you do, and I'm glad you got it through our link. Yep. And also, finally, a musical instrument item, a Paris Leathers Rush guitar strap. I looked at the picture of it. It's badass. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. Check it out. Paris Leathers. They make awesome guitar straps. That's a Rush one. Very cool. That's cool. Uh, Also, I want to mention, before we get back into the music, our good friend uh, Daryl Albert from HK Collectibles, Inc., has got some really awesome stuff in his store this week, including some stuff relating to this week's episode, including an Iron Maiden ticket from 1983 with Quiet Riot opening. That would have been an awesome show. Yeah, in 83? Holy shit. And another uh, a Tesla Great White ticket from 1989. That was a cool tour. That would have been awesome, too. All that and a ton more. Just go over to decibelgeek.com, click on that HK Collectibles Inc. banner, and uh, Daryl will hook you up. Thousands and thousands of items on it. Oh, man. You, you just, it'll blow your mind. You'll spend, give yourself a little time to sit there and look at it because it's going to draw you in. You're going to go on a search and find all kinds of amazing things. And uh, we're going to get back to the episode right now, but don't forget, stick around afterwards for that huge announcement considering your Decibel Geek future. You're listening to the Decibel Geek Podcast as we ask the question, who's that singer? We're having a good time today already. I've got the next pick right here. Now, here's a good one for you. This will take you back. You know, when I was 12 years old, when Fraley's Comet came out, I was stoked. Oh, I was so excited. I bought it from Inner Sleeve Records in Wasa, Wisconsin on LP. When I got back to the house, I tore through our home to get back to the record player. I threw out my headphones and I cranked it up, ready to once again have my mind blown by the spaceman. It seemed like it had been so long. And fucking A, man. First song, Rock Soldiers. Hell yeah, man. Love it. Next song, Breakout. That's cool. But who's that? But who's that singer? Todd Howarth. Okay. Next song, Into the Night. Oh, that's awesome. I fucking love that. Awesome. Next song, Something Moved. What's going on here? You know, why isn't Ace Frehley singing all these songs? I didn't understand it at the time. I totally did. A lot of Ace fans didn't at the time. No, I just, I couldn't understand, you know, because when Frehley's Comet came out, I expected it to be, you know, the 78 solo album part two. I sure. Probably a lot of people expected that. You know, as I got older, you know, a little more mature, I've learned to appreciate the Todd Howarth lead vocal songs in Fraley's Comet and totally understand why John and Ace recruited him. This guy is a multitasking, multi-instrument, multi-talent who can sing awesomely Mm -hmm. and has a shit ton of road and studio experience. Why wouldn't you want that guy in your band? Right. That's that's pretty much what Fraley's Comet needed to survive at the time. With a series of top-notch drummers, John Regan and Todd Howarth holding it all together, it frees up Ace to do what he does best, his own thing. Well, they also needed a guy to put up in the uh, pin-up thing in Metal Edge because Ace was not really pin-up material. No, he totally wasn't. <laughs> Nobody wanted to see Ace Fraley pouting for a camera. That was always tough back in the day in Metal Edge and stuff, you know, because the girls would always want to, like, you like Ace Fraley? That dude's a fucking... 
oh, he's so ugly. Look at God. How can you? It's like, how can he play guitar being like, so ugly? It's not about how pretty he is, you know? Oh, man. That's it's all crazy. it was about in the late 80s. So here's a song that the music was actually written by Ace Fraley and Eric Carr back in the elder days in Kiss. And the lyrics were later added by Richie Scarlett, who we all know freaking rocks, but not released until Fraley's comment with Todd Howarth on vocals. It's Breakout. <laughs>
tune. Man, I love that also, man. It, like I said, you know, at the time it was like, why is this other dude in this band singing these songs? Why isn't it all Ace? Yeah. And that's one of my favorite riffs from all of really history because it was originally right. a Kiss riff for the uh, Elder album. Yeah, and that was what Car Jam. Yeah, it turned into Car Jam, but from yeah, Revenge. Yeah. Although I listened to that, and I'm like, how the hell did that get left off of the Elder? I don't know. Well, that was probably one of them things where they were in the studio. The in between. Here we go. We're getting sucked right back into Kissmas in July. I we know. ain't even a week out, but you know, one of those things where they Ace and Eric were probably trying to write some rock tunes, and Bob Ezrin was like, no, no, not that. That. Come gotta, on, Gene and Paul. This ain't. You need to get on working on just a boy. I was right say now. we have to record just a boy. <laughs> because no. who does steer the ship through the stormy sea? Apparently not Ace Frilly. If hope is lost, then so is this band. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, beautifully said. Yeah. Now, about a year ago, was formed a super group. Yeah, John Regan and Todd Howarth Frilly's Common, along with Stet Holland from Wasp and Sean Kelly from Crash Kelly. If you guys haven't checked out Crash Kelly, I highly recommend it. Freaking awesome. He also has a band called Trooper that's really good. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Then, for whatever reason, back in March, those guys were replaced by James Patrick on guitar and Rob Afuso on drums. Yeah. Skid Row. That Rob Afuso from Skid Row. Fuck yeah. At last check, their debut album, Relentless, is ready to come out. It's ready. Like, right now. It's like, if this was a chicken... The egg would be about to be laid right here. Golden egg of awesomeness. John told me himself today that an official announcement is very close in regards to how you can get your copy of Relentless by 4 by Fate. How can you go wrong with that? Look at that. That's a super group right there. I'm looking forward to playing some of that on the show. Keep an eye on the uh, 4 by Fate Facebook page. That's where you're going to get your updates on that. But it's a... Uh, by the time this comes out, it might be already out. I mean, it's they're telling me it's it's, it's hot, it's close, it's ready. I'm excited to hear it. Me too. And like, let me just say, we, we mentioned the Motley Crue '94 album earlier. That one would have been a very easy choice, but at this point, I think we've played every song on the album on the show. We totally at some have. point or another. I looked at doing it. It was like, but we've played like how, so much. We've kind of worn that one out. These people we? already know that. So I'm going to play the other band that we've really worn out on the show. But I'm going. I have to. I couldn't ignore this one. Not lately, though. Anthrax for a lot of people, is mostly known with Joey Belladonna, but right. had a large chunk of really great history with John Bush. Totally. Yeah, Anthrax, man, I, overall I'm more in favor of the John Bush years than I am the Joey Belladonna years. Really? Yeah. Man, I'm. it's 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 back and forth. I love to me. both. To me, it's two different bands, but they're both fucking awesome. Yeah, they're I, both awesome. I love them both. Well, and I picked this. I can't I, choose. I wanted to pick something off Sound of White Noise because this was one of the, this album, in my opinion, is one of the ballsiest moves a band has ever made. Oh, it's a fantastic album. Because think of what, when you thought of Anthrax back in those days, you thought of, you know, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shorts and the right. the, the, the rap rock thing. and The I'm the man, yeah, the, squishy head guy. Yeah, and the silliness. Anthrax yeah, was right. heavy, but there was always like a lot of humor to what they were doing. And right. There wasn't, well, that was kind of the appeal. But then once you got past the uh, what drew you in, the, the humor of yeah. it, you found out this is fucking killer band, you know? Yeah, but in the public side, it was like they were a bit of a, a goofball metal band. Right. Right. And then they get John. They get they bring on a new singer, which is ballsy enough because they were already successful. Right. And then they pretty much do a complete change in their sound. 
which is a real risk to take. Serious. Yeah, they turn serious and kick in the face. And, and they yeah. put out yeah. an album that... One of the greatest albums of all time. Maybe their, maybe their best album in their catalog. I don't know. Wow. It's up there. Yeah, it is. They put out Sound of White Noise in 93. It was their sixth studio album, released May 25th, 1993. Yeah, I'll never forget it. John Bush already had a long history with uh, Armored Saint, you know, and We're uh, also who he, awesome. he's back with now, because um, Belladonna's back in Anthrax. That new stuff. It's killer. It's great. Killer. And this album was uh, produced by Dave Jordan, who was no stranger to John Bush, as he had produced the Symbol of Salvation album for Armored Saint, right. which is one of my favorite metal yes. albums. Sound of White Noise, people really took to it, though, because it debuted at number seven on the Billboard 200. It's their highest chart position ever. So people took to it right away. It was a risk, and it paid off. It was off. a big deal, yeah. It's That's a great one of them album. albums where it's it's albums unleashed criteria. It because is. You can put that thing on from beginning to end, mm -hmm. and the whole thing is cohesive and awesome yep. as a, an entire piece. Yep, and I just I wanted to pick something that I hadn't played on the show before, and there's a lot of stuff on here that fits, and this is a great song. This is Anthrax from 1993 with High Pro Glow. <laughs>
an awesome riff man such a great tune you have to turn it all the way up and an awesome album yeah fucking a i love sound love white it. noise me too all right. all right so it's up to me and i've got one for you hey la guns has had a bunch of different lead singers over the years and including, drummers and, and drummers and guitarists and, guitar and, and bass bases. players yeah. and well no saxophonists <laughs> But if you're talking about the singers, you got to include guys like Phil Lewis, Joe Lestay, Jizzy Pearl, Chris Van Dahl, Ralph Sains from Steel Panther, even Axl Rose. But today, we're going to talk about Paul Black because he has a pretty interesting history of his own. L.A. Guns was formed in 1983 by Tracy Guns. Eventually, Axl Rose joins the band along with Izzy Stradlin, merging L.A. Guns with the band Hollywood Rose, thus becoming... Guns and, Guns and Roses, that's right. By 1985, Tracy Guns is out of Guns and Roses and looking to start a new band. Enter Paul Black. They form a band called Faster Pussycat. Isn't that weird? This is crazy. It is crazy. I think maybe Kelly Nichols might have merged that band into another band with Tammy Down. But at any rate, Tracy Guns and Paul would uh, pull the L.A. Guns name out of retirement and start writing and recording for a debut album. Polygram hears the demos and are ready to sign them when Paul Black and Izzy Stradlin get busted trying to cop some heroin in L.A. It nearly cost both them bands their recording contracts. Must have been some damn good heroin. Bad stuff. But it certainly did cost Black his gig with the L.A. Guns because he was quickly replaced by Phil Lewis, who would rewrite some of Black's lyrics and re-record the debut album. But here's a taste of what could have been. It's pre-Phil Lewis L.A. Guns from earlier than 1985. Here's a tune called L.A. P.D.
LA Guns the way they are, but I mean that CD that that Paul Black's Blacklist mm-hmm. that shows some of them early versions of them songs. That stuff is badass too. And that came out a few years back, right? Yeah, I think it demos. came out in like 2005. I think yeah, I 2005. Say. You know, but it was it was a re-release of the because they were recording he re, that he album. He rejoined the band for a while for just like a minute. Yeah, and I remember with, a lot of people were actually excited about it too. And then, that's pretty cool. And then a few weeks later, he's gone. That's kind of a testament to how good them early versions of them songs were because you know people were excited about Paul Black being back in the band at that time, and there was some good stuff. Now, Paul Black's released a couple of albums of unreleased pre-Phil Lewis era music by LA Guns and. Like I said, it's it's pretty cool to hear someone like uh, Love and Hate uh-huh. ends up being sex action, right? And you know, there's uh, uh, one more reason to die, you know, with a little bit different lyrics. It's pretty cool. It's it's like a peek into prehistory of L.A. Guns, right? But it's some good stuff. I like I like Paul Black. That's interesting to play that because that's going back as about as far as you can go with L.A. Guns. So. That's originally what uh, what influenced me to want to do this episode was listening to that oh, really? CD. Yeah, I was like, wow, man, nobody ever talks about these other singers. You yeah, know? I don't think you're going to get much Who, Paul Black guy? L.A. Guns yeah. play on, on other that shows. Guy? Okay, so it's down to my last pick of the day. And uh, this one, this is one of those what could have been situations because this guy was a replacement singer in the band and he went on to great things on his own with other and also with other groups. But man, talk about great chemistry for one album and then all of a sudden you're out of the band. And working with uh, Richie Blackmore tends to do that to people. Oh, totally. um, Talking about Rainbow. Yeah, because they had a couple of different singers. I mean, Dio was in this band too, you know. Awesome stuff with Dio. 
yeah, of course, yeah, long live rock and roll. I mean, yeah. but this is the fourth studio album that they came. It's the first and only album to feature Graham Bonnet, who was my pick for the singer, replacing Ronnie James Dio. Came out in 1979. Other singers considered to replace Dio were Ian Gillen of Deep Purple and Peter Golby of Trapeze. Wow. Yeah, so, that um, makes sense. But it's like, if you're going to get Ian Gillen, why not just call the band Deep Purple again? Right, I mean, exactly. You have the two main, yeah. you know, well, I can't say that. John Lord was a huge part, so was Ian Pace. But, well, you'd have to get those guys back in yeah. and just call it Deep Purple Mark 5.6. There's also, <laughs> but there's also another Deep Purple connection because former Deep Purple bandmate Roger Glover is brought back on board to produce this album and oh, then nice. winds up playing bass and writing a bunch of the lyrics for it. Oh, wow. So this is kind of another it's Deep Purple album. It's kind of a album. Deep Purple album. But, you know, because when Roger Glover gets involved in a project he's really involved in the project so you just give me that bass guitar I'll let me show you how it's done right and uh he uh while the auditions for the singer were going on uh Roger Glover is who tracked down Graham Bonnet and he was singing with a band called the Marbles huh. and he auditioned in France and was immediately given the job and like, Graham Bonnet went on the name on, of your band is balls and it's no good it's you balls. need to come with me right now <laughs> metal balls metal glass balls that our, our friend Dave shirt it's like a glass eye but uh, metal. but Graham Bonnet, of course, went on to do stuff on his own and with Alcatraz. Yeah, an amazing voice. And this yeah, is totally. this is this is the hit. You don't hear this on the radio anymore, so I'm happy to play a single. This is Rainbow from the Down to Earth album with Since You've Been Gone.
that's awesome. That's, I, haven't, I haven't heard that in forever. It's one of the catchiest hard rock songs you'll ever hear. It totally is. And it's one of those things where I, every time I hear it, I'm like, why would you only want to work with this guy for one album? Right, after having, like, that's got to be, like, Rainbow's number one hit single, oh, I, right? I, I think it's their biggest one. Stone Cold that they did, you know, then they hired yeah. Joe Lynn Turner after this, and Stone right. Cold was a pretty big radio hit, too. That's pretty crazy. Someday we should do an episode how, like, the different Deep Purple and White Snakes and Ingve Malmsteens and, and the Rainbows and the Deep how they Purples all and how they all, like, interweave they do. together. They yeah, really do. it's like do. a fraternity, and they just trade members that's pretty cool and I've, I've heard richie blackmore has stated in the press recently he's thinking about coming back to rock music wow that would be huge if he did like see these pointy green shoes oh with the Let's bells hope. on the I ends hope, i want him I'm to drop thinking, that whole thing though i'm thinking about taking them off yeah. they're with their bejingly bells at the tips of the toes i'm <sighs> i might set down this mandolin that i've been prancing around with i might because i still got it he does you i'm know sure he, he does. does he's got to miss it all right, so that's cool, that's man. That's it for me for today. We've had fun today. I like this. You yep. know, this is pretty cool. Is there anything we need to remind anybody of? Uh, not much. Otherwise, you know, we announced earlier the VIP thing. Uh, sign up for that if you're interested. Uh, more details on the website. You'll find a link on our Facebook fan page explaining all that stuff. Um, also, obviously, go shop at Amazon. Check out the great articles that are on the website. We just had a great month filled with Kiss articles, but there's lots of other cool stuff on there, too. Nice. So I guess I got one more to rock us out to find out who's that singer. I want to tell you about a guy named Gary Sharon. When Gary Sharon was 11 years old, Van Halen formed in 1972. Of course, Gary Sharon, you guys know him. We'll talk about the lead singer of Extreme. In 1996, when Van Halen's had fallings out, because mm-hmm. it's not just falling out, there's more than one, it's fallings out. With both Sammy Hagar and David Lee Roth, they needed a brand new lead singer. And this was your brother's idea when we, when yeah. you were here that day, and I said, hey, we, I got this idea we could do the show, and he was like, oh, you could play some Van Halen 3. So everybody, you can thank Eric Sinzak for this one. Send hate mail to him. So, but in retrospect, everybody really bags on this album, but... There's some good stuff on it. It went to number four on the U.S. Billboard album chart. You know, it is artsy and sometimes weird. Eddie does sing what sounds like could have been the best Pink Floyd song on the last Pink Floyd album. I saw him do that live. Really? Yeah. Yeesh. And, uh, you know, other than the instrumental interludes, there isn't a song under five minutes on the album. It even features a couple of seven and eight minute epics on there. Mm-hmm. That's very un-Van Halen. <laughs> I got to say, very un-Van Halen-like. Except sometimes, Sharon does sound a little bit like Sammy Hagar oh, when yeah. he sings on this album. Um, Michael Anthony has stated that he thinks of Van Halen 3 is more of an Eddie Van Halen solo album because Eddie played a lot of the bass and the drums on the album. But, you know, to me, when I listen to it coincidentally, or maybe not, the only good songs in the album are actually the three that Michael Anthony plays bass on. Oh, really? It's, it's kind of weird the way that works out. So, to wrap up today on the Decibel Geek Podcast, who's that singer? It's Gary Sharon. 
right. Thanks, everybody, for sticking around with us. Episode 200 is in the books. I hope everybody enjoyed Who's That Singer. We can always come back and visit this again. Who's that sure. bass player? Who's a guitar player? You know, that's that's the cool thing about Decibel Geek is that we always want to involve you guys. So if you have good ideas, you know, you can hit us up on Facebook and all the, you know, Twitter and all, especially Facebook, I would say, is the main place to go talk to us. And, uh, you know, like our page and check it out there and get involved, you know, because we love involving you guys. And we know that there's some really hardcore Decibel Geek fans out there. We've read the iTunes reviews. We've, we've listened to what people have said on our Facebook page. We've seen what people have tweeted about us. And we know that... The main complaint that I think we always get, if there's one major complaint about the Decibel Geek podcast, and it's basically, we want more. Right. And so today, we're going to give you guys a chance to get more Decibel Geek podcast. Yeah, so what? here's what, what's going on. And this is kind of a new thing that's going on these days. Like, everybody's heard of Kickstarter and crowdfunding. We're doing something similar, but let, let's make this clear at the outset. The show that you get every Monday is never going to change. It's That's go- right. always going to be free. Always. We're never going to charge for it. Never. This is a way of showing your support for the work that we've done and also get some really cool extras in the process. Yeah. Yeah, we've really brainstormed this and came up with with a, what we think is a really good way for you guys to help us out, you know, without just going to the donate button, you know, and hitting and getting right. nothing back for it. We actually are hard couple of hard working dudes, you know, and we want to if we're going to give you guys a VIP opportunity, we're going to give you something really good for it. Yeah. And so I think we've got something pretty sweet set up here. So what we've done is we've we've partnered with a company called Patreon. And this is a company that will allow us to basically offer levels of subscription for what we're going to call the DBG VIP service. Nice. I like that. It's got a good ring to it. Yeah. I was kind of happy with how that turned out. <laughs> I was in a drunken haze one night and came, no, just came to me. But, um, but basically, here's how it works. What It's a per episode amount that you would pledge. And there's different levels of what you can pledge. And for the different levels that you pledge you will get goodies and extras. Right. So think about it like this. Every week you get the Decibel Geek podcast for free. Every week. For a little bit more, you can get a little bit more. Right. You can actually end up with a whole lot more. Yeah. Depends on how deep your pockets are. Okay. So <laughs> let's go ahead. Well, this is a good time to introduce how this is going to work and go ahead and, and let you know what the uh, the pledge is and what you get and how it all works. Yeah. And if you want to follow along, go to the show notes for this episode. And I'll also have a banner up on the front page this week showing um to go to the link and you can follow along what we're talking about here cool so the very first thing is a pledge for one dollar or more per episode at a one dollar minimum here's what you get you get a email newsletter what it is you get the inside scoop of what's going on behind the scenes of the show you'll hear about what we've got planned for the future we'll also be providing updates on past guests from the show as well as some exclusive info from our team of talented writers we'll also be soliciting ideas from our vips for future episodes or topics themes whatever that's going to become the way to get get a hold of us that's going to put you at the top of the email list you got an idea you want to reach out to us we're going to see it absolutely number one if you're a vip with a pledge of at least a dollar per episode along with that for your awesome support you're also going to receive one of these snappy decibel geek guitar picks emblazoned in our custom logo it's not the pick of destiny but it's pretty damn cool yeah 
very damn cool. So that's what you'll get for a, a dollar per episode, basically a dollar a week. A dollar a week, you get you get the awesome weekly newsletter, you know, exclusive guitar pick and the newsletter. Yeah, not bad. So that, I think that's pretty cool. And then for three dollars or more an episode. You'll get all. You'll get what I what we just mentioned. So every level we go to, you'll get the stuff before right. it and so, on top of it. So you get the, the you get the guitar pick. You get the newsletter, yeah. and you're also for three dollars or more per episode. You're also going to be able to be included in a monthly prize draw. So once per month, we're going to dig into our pile of swag because we've got literally we're looking at it right we're now a big it. old pile of swag right here that bands and you know artists have given us to give back to you. You want to get in on that? Hey, you join the VIP. We're going to send out a prize package that will include some awesome stuff ranging from CDs, new and old, good and bad. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> it's all a matter of taste. It's all a matter of taste. But we're going to figure it out, and we're going to make sure you're going to get stuff you like. Um, you're going to get a chance to get some signed items, some mm-hmm. T-shirts, and some other cool stuff that we want to share with you. And uh, one DBG VIP will be chosen at random, and it's a limit at one time per quarter and his uh they'll be sent their goodies so you could be a winner of some really cool rock and roll hard rock decibel geek merchandise you know yeah. the the stuff that people are giving to us we want to pass on to you you can get in on that and that also is included with the newsletter and the guitar pick and also at the three dollar level that's not all you get you're gonna get a you're going to get bonus content. This is something we've been talking about doing for a while, and we thought this is the perfect way to bust it out. It's Decibel Geek Versus. Now, you get the Decibel Geek podcast for free every single week, just like you always would, just like everybody always will, but you're also going to get Versus. It's your favorite bands going head-to-head in our weekly Versus bonus content. In this exclusive VIP content, Chris and I will compare two hard rock and heavy metal heavyweights, presenting comparisons of album sales, your active chart position influence and other factors and we will decide which band reigns supreme and you're going to get a chance to listen to that and of course you can always tell us if we're right or wrong and this exclusive content will be housed in a special dropbox box folder that's only available to vip vip subscribers at this donation level nobody else gets this only you donating at the $3 per episode level. So that's a lot of stuff at the $3 level. That's super cool, you know, but that's not it. And this is something I think everybody's going to really, really like. Yeah, we're going to do a monthly news episode at the $3 or more level. And basically what it means is like the three weekly version of the show that you're used to is designed to produce what we call evergreen content, which means it's interesting to listen to now or years down the road. It's not time specific. Um, but you know, that's, and that helps with getting new listeners, but it also comes at a cost of, you know, not being able to really address what's going on today. Right. Cause there's a lot of times during the decibel geek podcast say, Hey, this just happened. We should talk about that. Right. But you know, if somebody listens to that five years down the road, they're going to say, well, that's, that's old. It's, that's, yeah, that's we don't old want it to be news. Dated, yeah. So. We don't want to date ourselves on that stuff, but this gives us a chance to be current. Right. So basically what it'll, this is us. We're going to talk once a month. We're going to sit down. We're going to look at what happened over the past month and go and what's going on at the current time. And um, you'll basically, it's like getting an extra episode of the, of the podcast every month. It'll be like turning it, tuning into NBC news, but it's going to be all news that you care about. I'm not wearing a tie. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> 
but we'll we'll discuss what's going on at the time and give our take. And um, and it, as uh, with the versus content, this will be housed in a special Dropbox folder, and it's only available to those of you that subscribe at three dollars or more at, at that donation level. That's awesome. Hello, my name is Dan. I'd rather be rocking right now. Nice. That's awesome. So there you go. That's your three dollar per episode pledge. But wait. There's more. Of course there's more. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. So at the $3 level, you're getting the news episode every month. You're getting the weekly versus episode. You're getting involved in the monthly prize draw. You get that sweet guitar pick and the email news newsletter. But wait, like I said, there's more. So let me tell you about the $5 or more per episode pledge. This is sweet. This is what it's all about. You're going to get everything I just talked about and more. Not only are you going to get all that, you're going to get the Chris and Aaron show. What more can anybody want than the Chris and Aaron show? While our podcast is pretty much totally devoted to rock and metal talk, spending time listening to the show once per week might make you wonder about the lives of us. You know, where where do we come from? What do we do? We, we've had people come to us with this yeah. and say, we want to know more about you guys. That's why I put this in. <laughs> That's a little crazy to me, but you know what? What the hell? If it's worth it to you, we're glad to do it. We're going to bring you the Chris and Aaron show. We're going to be talking about whatever it doesn't have to be music related but nine times out of ten i'm guessing it probably will be in one way or another or maybe it'll be about something totally different you never know it's the chris and aaron show there's no there's no genre in that it's it's uh, about whatever you'll hear the trials and tribulations of raising teenagers and all that fun stuff you know and you you might get to hear us talk to our cool uncles or our brothers or our nephews and nieces about music we might you know find somebody out on the street just to bullshit about a concert you know it's it's decibel geek anything goes the Chris and Aaron show. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to, we've actually got a couple of those things already in the bank and it's awesome. I wish we could release it as just regular decibel geek pod, uh, podcast content, but we want to do something special and it doesn't get more special than the Chris and Aaron show. Right. right. <laughs> also with, uh, and that, that of course will be housed in a special Dropbox folder only available to you. Yeah. Only um, to you. That's it. And if you do the $5 donation level and you do it and you have us and you do it for a six episode commitment, we're going to throw in a decibel geek t-shirt and there's that's cool. You got to have it five designs to choose from and you just let us know which one you want and we'll get it out to you. You want to do some BB gunning when uh, the bullet boys <laughs> come to town, you need that shirt. You want to do some crowbotting when crowbot comes right. to town, you need that shirt. You want to, uh, hear, hear, uh, Eric Singer's impersonation of Aaron Camaro, you need that shirt. This is that. a great way to do it. If you were ever thinking about getting a shirt, yeah. if you were ever thinking, you know, I'd like to do that, you know, but it's, you know, maybe it's a, you feel like it's a little expensive. Maybe you feel like you need a whole shitload more stuff to go along with it. There you go. Then this is the perfect way to do that. You get your shirt and you get a whole lot of extra stuff by being our $5 per episode pledge. And here's here's one thing I'm excited to share. At the $5 level, and this is, I think this is worth it. I'm a little apprehensive about this. I think it'll be cool. <laughs> this is, well, I'm trying to get people. But to, I'm willing. I'm trying to get people to pony up some dough. I'm willing, though. Um, you will get access to certain of our uh, raw, unedited interviews that we have done with people, with some of our guests over the years. I keep all the raw audio from all the interviews we do and what you hear is yeah the meat of the discussion but there are things that we will cut out of the show totally for time or time it may not be relevant to the particular conversation at the time or 
honestly, and this is where I try to get controversial with a K, um, it could be something that the guest asked to be edited out of the show. Yeah, so only as a VIP will you have access to that and all of our personal fuck-ups as we try to yeah, hear over the, the years to get try to get better and better at doing this. We've messed up quite a bit ourselves. Yeah, but... Um, and Jim I will, Florentine will tell you that. Uh, we'll have to share that in the, with the VIPs. <laughs> you will not get the Jim Florentine interview. No, but I'll, uh, I'll be putting these out on a bi-weekly basis. It'll be a, a one of our you know particular memorable interviews and uh, only available to VIP subscribers at that donation level. So that's for $5. So basically we're at $5 and what you get is the access to the raw unedited interviews, your Decibel Geek t-shirt, the Chris and Aaron show, the monthly news episode, the versus content, the inclusion into the monthly prize draw, that sweet guitar pick, and the email. But wait, there's more. For $10 per episode, and here's the thing, it seems silly a little bit, maybe a little bit right now, but we want to give you guys plenty of options. Right. You know, so maybe 10 is right, maybe 5 is right, maybe 3 is maybe right, one's maybe 1's right. One's right. Whatever's right for it's you all is right for us, and we're appreciative of everything. So let me tell you about the $10 pledge. All those things I just listed off, you get all of that, plus you get a monthly Google Hangout with myself and Chris. Yeah, that's with a five-episode commitment. Your subscription level gets you access to a special monthly Google Hangout with us. You're going to get to interact via video with Chris and myself. We're going to sit right here. We've got a little webcam set up. We can talk about whatever you want. You got a suggestion you've always wanted to tell us about? Tell us in person. Get in front of your computer. Everybody's laptop's got a little uh, webcam on it. You got, you know, anything you want to talk about. Your dedication to this show at a $10 level means a lot to us. Absolutely. It means so much to us that we want to spend time with you. We think you're so freaking cool that we want to hang out with you. But we can't always come to your town. No. So this is the next best thing. At $10 per episode, Chris and I love you so much, and obviously your taste in music is kick-ass, and you are the kind of person that we would want to hang out with. So here's our way to hang out. So I want you to know that the hangout time and day will be worked out in advance to allow for schedules to be cleared and everything, and the hangout will mostly take place in the evening, U.S. Central Time Zone. You know, that's the technicalities. We want to hang out with you. If you're kicking us $10 per episode, we love you. Let's spend some time. Absolutely. You don't have to have your people call our people. We'll just do it. And you don't even have to take your clothes off or anything. Nothing. I promise. But, you know. You really don't want us to. But we might. God. (laughs) Okay. Aaron will have a monthly Google Hangout with you. Yeah, right. Not me. All right, so that's for the $10 donation. So that's pretty good. You know, that's basically the the drop down of it. That's how it goes. But wait, there's something extra, extra special. Yeah, if you're, like, seriously into the show. Like, seriously, seriously, like, you've got something you want to. If I only could be a third host on the Decibel Geek podcast, if you feel like you could come on the Decibel Geek podcast and do like we've done with, say, like, the other side of Black Sabbath. Yeah. Or the Judas Priest discussion, Mm -hmm. or the Anthrax discussion that we've done, where you feel like you could really come on the show and add a little something to it, you're welcome to do that as a VIP. Yeah, for for a one-time donation, I want to make it clear, it's not a recurring fee. A one-time donation of $100, we will let you program slash co-host the show. 
totally. The real show, not not a no, VIP yeah, the, thing. The weekly show that comes the, out for free. The regular show that comes out for free. You can call your moms and dads and aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters and tell everybody to check out that episode of the Decibel Geek Podcast because, yes, you will be starring in it. We'll be there, too. We'll yeah, co-host we'll for you. Out. Yeah, we'll hang out. It'll all be good. We got the Skype. We'll set it up. Yep. You tell us what the episode's going to be, and for 100 bucks, it will be done. Yeah. That's how we roll. It'll We're, be fun. We are men of the people. That's right. We should run for co-president. Okay. I think we got a good platform here. It can't be any worse than <laughs> Donald Trump, right? <laughs> Right, let's not get political. Hey, he said he'd make Kiss song a, a national anthem. Yeah, huh? and he'd give the Statue of Liberty bigger tits. Right? That that won yeah. my vote right there. That's I'm in. Cool. We can't give the Statue of Liberty bigger tits, but we can let you co-host the show with us. We totally can. And we can give you the monthly Google Hangout with us. We can give you access to the raw, unedited videos, or I mean interviews. Uh, we can give you the Decibel Geek t-shirt. We can get you the Chris and Aaron show. You get... You get the uh, monthly news episode. Man, this is a lot of stuff. Versus, that's going to be a lot of fun. Monthly prize draw, the email newsletter, and that sweet-ass guitar pick. So that's the VIP rundown. If you want to read over it, you want to check it out, you go to Mm patreon.com or check it out in our show notes. It'll take you right to it. You guys want more Decibel Geek? We're going to give you a whole lot more Decibel Geek, and you're going to help us out quite a bit by getting involved on it. So if you're a VIP for the Decibel Geek podcast, hot damn, that means something. Yeah, this is a way of you showing us what you think of the show, and it's a great way for us to give back something to you guys. And we're going to freaking earn it, man. We are. We're I'm getting tired. Earn it. I mean, you read all that stuff off, and I'm like, damn, we, now we have a lot of Wait work Wait a minute. To yeah, we got to do all <laughs> that stuff? No, we're going to do it. We will, and we'll have fun doing it because, guys— we work regular jobs, but this is what we really want to be doing. So Absolutely. You guys helping us out with this is another step towards us helping helping us do that. It, absolutely. And it makes us makes it easier for us to do better and better shows. That's right. You know, so first of all, I want to say thank you for supporting us all this time that, the way you have. You know, Chris and I, we love you guys so much. And if we didn't think you guys wanted it, we wouldn't even bother doing this. But no. because you guys have asked for it, we're willing to put in the work to give you guys something super extra awesome that's right and then if you listen to all this and you're like well i just don't think i can do it we still appreciate you listening to the show every week and sharing Heck it like yeah, you man. always do no problem so it'll go back to being it's, it's, it'll, things will go business as usual but those of you that want to jump on board with the vip we're happy to have you on board and we're excited to uh, get Heck to know you yeah, a little bit man. better it's gonna be sweet i love it all right so we uh we good we're good all i right. think it that's it you know any questions just ask Otherwise, check it out at the website, check it out at patreon.com, and check it out at Facebook and in the show notes. Yeah, thanks a lot. All right, we'll see you guys next week for 201. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 